Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Absolutely beautiful Saturday morning. You were just rehearsing. That's in what the great state of Arizona. <clears throat> Still learning the new buttons and the new equipment, the new studio, which I absolutely love. It's absolutely space age. Uh, I don't even know why they allow me around all these buttons. They shouldn't, but I love it that they do. Hey, how special is it? They finally named a hurricane after my mother. Well, well, well. <laughs> And it was a nice hurricane. Oh, that fit, that's fitting. You know, it kind of moved through Arizona and didn't do too much damage, and it was a nice hurricane. Is that what that rain was last night? Yeah, Hurricane K. It was a nice rain. It was. It was such a, I guess, God bless Baby K, that she finally had a hurricane named after her, and then it was a nice one. That's awesome. Hey, we're here at Rosie on the House because we're here every Saturday morning. For the purpose of answering any question you might have about your house, home, castle, or cabin in the state of Arizona, no matter where you are or what you want to get done, chances are in the last 48 years, we've already tried it in your neighborhood and we can help you with it. one 767 4348 You know what tomorrow is? Sunday? Yeah. Put your hand over your heart, man. 9-11. 9-11. That's right. 9-11. It was one of those things. I know exactly. I was in the shower. And Jennifer came running back and said, you aren't going to believe what's on TV. I didn't think it was real at first. Yeah. It was heart-stopping. Yes, it was. It still is. Don't you forget. Who sings that song? Oh. Have you forgotten? Yeah. Um. Oh, Daryl Woolley. Daryl Worley. Good man. Worley. Good, good guess. Great song. They've got we're commemorating 9-11 kind of throughout Arizona right now in a couple uh, places. There are events uh, right now. They just, well, probably wrapped up. It said 8 to 10 um, at the Coyotes Arena, uh, the Stair Challenge. But they have one at Flagstaff Sky Dome tomorrow and then the Tucson Convention Center where uh, you can go run 2,071 steps. For all 110 stories of the uh, okay the the, now, the those, big towers, if those steps are the code. They're about eight inches tall. I, I, so you you're gonna go up 1,500 feet. That that's climbing Camelback Mountain at Echo Canyon, almost exactly, and that's rated hard <laughs> without 50 pounds of first responder gear. On, yeah. Think of hiking Echo Canyon. With a 50, 60-pound backpack on your back, and you're in a hurry to save somebody's life. Whew. That's nine. That's the 9-11 event. And they've got a memorial in uh, old uh, downtown Gilbert uh, that has uh, – it, it's open 24-7. You can go buy it. The uh, iconic water tower in Gilbert will be red, white, and blue tomorrow. Oh, cool. Uh, illuminate it, so – Stuff, stuff happening all over the, the state, if you look for And it. the healing field at Tempe Beach Park is back with the hundreds Great. of American flags. Flying. Awesome. You, you should mm. stop by. 
It's it's amazing. Awesome. Lest we forget. Very good. Well, we had a call last hour on on roofing insulation, cathedral insulation, um, settling, heaving, foundation problems, and a fly infestation. We did, and that has kind of taken on a life of its own. I reached out to our certified partners and got some uh, information back. Brett from Action Term, I just said, you know what? It's just one of those cycles, you know, like remember the black beetles wave last year and then a couple of years ago, the caterpillars. And that one's been a while, at least in our area. I remember driving and to work, you know, we've got one road that comes out of our neighborhood that's asphalt. And it looked like the whole road was moving. There were so many caterpillars crawling across it. And then when I came home that night, the whole road was like orange from just squished squished caterpillar guts from everyone driving in and out all day long. Uh, And then Nathan at Blue Sky Pest Control just said, you know, the hard thing with flies is because they do fly. um, And when it is, when they hit a neighborhood, you know, there's only so much you can do to your property and not have, you know, more just fly over when that, that big infestation infestation comes. But said do the obvious keep it clean if you got animals make sure you're picking up right away after them and if you've done your due diligence and you feel like it's a bigger problem you can also call the maricopa county um vectors office and if there's any fly complaint they will come and see so if it's we had one texter say it was like in their area a lot of people were complaining so maybe there's like a culprit and they would come out and see what's going on and it was the same area that the caller had called yeah. from as well yeah so something's going on there and i had a sweet uh facebook message she said please don't use my name but uh, last year she had a fly thing going on in her house and she just sat and watched and she saw them uh, coming in, like, th- crawling through the weep holes of her window. So she stuck cotton in all of those. <laughs> and eventually they died out. So, you know, sometimes you got to be creative. But I know that's really, that's really awful. And then, Romy, uh, you said somebody had one of those. Ten- a texture said their nephew had bought a bug zapper that looks like a tennis racket right. and put it by the kitchen and just leaves it there standing up all the time. And, you know, as flies move through it and more mosquitoes they just at least make it fun right (laughs) now and i have heard good things about the bug assault have you guys seen that it's the gun that shoots salt Mm -hmm. that i've only seen it because your sister sent those pictures of her using it (laughs) and i thought when i saw it i'm like well that would put salt all over but they said it doesn't they said you know the salt granulars disintegrate and it really doesn't leave a mess at all but a bug a Salt, S-A-L-T, and you can buy a salt gun to shoot your, your insects with. It uh, gives you a little bit longer of a range than a fly swatter. And then if you've got uh, animals, uh, livestock, one of the things that we use that we really like are the are called our fly predators from Spalding Laboratories, and they send you a bag of bugs. More bugs. More bugs. More bugs. More bugs. If you have a bug problem, get more bugs. Get more bugs. And it sits on your countertop for a couple of days until you see, like, I think it's like 75% of the bag moving. And once these fly predators hatch, you go out and you spread them around the pens, and they go eat the fly larvae. So, uh, and they send it to you. You know, you tell them how many acres, how many animals, uh, and then they'll recommend how much, you know. Interesting. And then they'll send it to you. And after two applications, you actually kill the whole cycle. 
It's a pretty holistic approach. Yeah, so it doesn't kill the fly itself, but it goes and attacks the next generation because, you know, a fly only lives a couple weeks, so it'll it'll help. And that's just one of the things we do. I mean, we that um, uh, diatomaceous earth, uh, the food grade that you can sure. pick up with your hand and sprinkle everywhere, and you can even put it right into uh, the horse feed, and that way it's in the manure, so as fly larvae comes and passes it, you know, breaks them up there. And then um, I think it was Mark Salem, his sunflower seed trick. He he put fly, you, he put grain and flowers and bird, basically bird food into his horse feeder. So when the horse was done with the food and passed it, it had bird seed in it, which would encourage the birds to get into it, spread it out. So it dries out and then so, kills yeah. the larva so that I, way. So I guess that's another pretty holistic approach yeah. as well. When it get yeah, and we'll do that too. It'll get flax seed. You can get it fifty pound sacks at any feed store. Um, and, and feed it, it just, to the horse. It's just black, you know, sunflower seeds basically is what it looks like. And you just put a handful inside the trough to eat it. Fly infestation. It was a call we took last hour and then like took on a life of its own. Like some topics we address every once in a while, it absolutely comes alive. So I hope that helps the caller from Maryville earlier who was trying to fight a fly infestation at his home. I didn't know you could actually watch a window weep hole and see a fly crawl through the weep hole. That was a new one for me. And and she plugged it with cotton and I would just tell her if she's listening. Um, don't leave that cotton in there. Go ahead, go ahead and, and pull it back out into your next fly infestation, okay? Uh, those weep holes are really pretty critical to keep the water out of your home, out of your sheetrock, and off your windowsill. So those are critical. We've got lots. Uh, callers loading up right now. We did get an interesting inquiry that's kind of open-ended. We get many inquiries all week long. But we got an inquiry from somebody up in Fountain Hills, and they're saying they're going to replace their roof. It's 2,100 square feet. Currently have asbestos shingles. We were told when we purchased the home that the roof structure would support tile cement roofing. <clears throat> well, the first thing I would ask is, who told you that? Um, because I'd be very surprised if it would. Uh very surprised. But that's not to say it can't be fairly easily reinforced to accommodate it. Any licensed roofer you would contact for a quote should be able to take a look in their attic, poke a hole, a poke a head, no, poke a hole, poke their head up into the crawl space with a flashlight, take a look at what the existing structure is. And they'd be able to pass that information to an engineer and determine whether or not it will support tile cement. We don't put asphalt shingles on a truss system and and base that it's in Fountain Hills. Uh, I'm going to bet a million dollars. It's a trust house. Um, I'm going to bet Romy's million dollars, not my million dollars, uh, that it's a trust house. And we don't put bigger trusses on a house than we need to for how we're planning on finishing the house, okay? 99% of the time. So check it out. And then they want to know, well, what would you suggest for replacing that? Would it be cement or would it be metal? I think you just need to get a couple roofers out there and take a look at what's in the neighborhood. I have a, I have a, 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 a rental property. 
that's about 2,200 square feet of roof area that needs a new roof. And I got quotes from four different roofing contractors. I didn't tell them that I was quoting four different. I just wanted to gather the information myself. They're all Rosie certified. Every one of them I trust implicitly. And I, but I gave each one of them a different product that I wanted on the roof. And for 2,200 square feet to take the shingles off and replace it with asphalt shingles was a little under $20,000. But I could cover it in a architectural shingle that I really, really liked for twice that much money, $40,000. And I got a quote for a metal roof that I really, really liked that was corrugated and looked like it was rust and you could make it look like, wow, that house must be the old original homestead in the neighborhood. And I love a look. And it was about $50,000. So it depends on your budget. It depends on your neighborhood. It depends on your HOA. And it depends on the maintenance you want long term. Lots of roofing options out there. Explore them all with Rosie Certified Roofers. We have seven of them in the state of Arizona. Go to rosielnhouse.com and take a look at the roofers servicing your area. Want to get to some calls? Oh, no, we better break because uh, I went way, way long on that one. Way long, Rosie. I'm surprised nobody threw a racer at me. Ten o'clock is the open home hour. Open to you, the Arizona homeowner, whatever you want to talk about your home, castle, or cabin. one 767 4348 That's one 888 for you Text questions can be sent to 411-923 during the broadcast, or you can email us at info at rosieonthehouse.com. Ginny in Arizona City, good morning and welcome to the program. How may we help you? Um, I have this tree from hell. It's a mesquite <laughs> tree. And it had, when we had that, I'm in Arizona City, when we had that three-day blackout here, no electricity, and then horrible storms, and this thing... Went, got up against a block wall, and it was pretty nasty. Um, they got it. It took tried to take the block wall out. Didn't make. Didn't quite make that. I got somebody out to take one branch off. But I'm trying to figure out whether I should kill it. And that's. I've been doing a lot of research on the internet. I can't. I don't know if I want to kill it or cut it down. And it's a half a liter. Apparently, they're extremely hard to kill. And they are very difficult just to get, you get them. If you don't get them out completely, they'll grow right back again. I've had that happen before. Yeah. So it, and so it sounds like this mesquite tree is in a place that really isn't that, uh, you know, right tree, right place. Doesn't sound like it's in the right place. And it's up against the block walls, up against the house. So I would go ahead and cut it down. And then what you can do once it's cut at the base, get a take a drill and drill into the stump itself, and then you could put in a systemic root killer, and do that for a couple weeks. Just add gradually, add a little more, add a little more, and that will eventually make sure that the root system kills off, and then it won't come back. And then at that point, um, you can finish taking the stump out, or just let it disintegrate over time. And you know it doesn't take, but a year or two in a lot of cases for those things that just, you know, turn into natural composting. So that is what, uh, <clears throat> that's how you would take care of that. 
Uh, we appreciate the call. Good luck. And it's a good idea to go ahead and get it out before it does create more damage. And then uh, to your home or other block wall, you know, we're not, we love trees. They're just, sometimes they're not in the right place. Well, I think she answered her own question when she named the tree. Tree from hell. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of tells you what to do with the tree, right? Exactly. All right. Well, we're going to keep moving south, but up in elevation as we pull into Tucson and bring Lyndon into the conversation at one 767 4348 one rosie for you. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. How can we help? I am calling about, I'm calling about my mother's mobile home. And she lives in a 29-year-old mobile home, um, in a mobile home park. She has uh, popcorn ceilings, and I don't know if that makes any difference in terms of the question. However, about four years ago, she started to have um, a hairline crack start across her, her ceiling. Um, she has a vaulted ceiling, so the hairline crack started at her front door and then came across to around the peak of the ceiling. A carpenter came in and cut a hole in the ceiling around that area and tried to shore up um, the beams to hopefully um, strengthen that area. And she also has the house leveled, too. Um, since that happened with the leveling, now a crack has started on the other side of her house to go, to go toward the first crack that was coming, but they don't meet. So my question is, what do you think possibly could be causing this cracking and what professionals should evaluate and hopefully correct this problem? Linda, the, the fact your mom had the home leveled and a couple new cracks came became apparent is not surprising when when did mom level the house well the crack started about four years ago she probably had the house leveled about um, three years ago oh it's been that long okay all right because that was going to be my first recommendation is let's level it and let's let it sit for a while and make sure something else doesn't come up um the the home itself was manufactured 29 years ago correct yeah. Okay. We're going to have to go on a break. Linda, you hang tight because I've got some recommendations and some advice for you and mom. And I'll give it to you right after bottom of the news break. Well, that's something I've said for a lot of years two types of home in Arizona. Those with termites and those that are going to get termites. And there are two types of homeowners that want to remodel. The type that doesn't mind us in their house over the holidays and the ones that want it done before the holidays. If you've got a remodeling project that you'd like to get started about the beginning of the year, you need to call us right now so we can get the planning, staging, and permitting done. 480 480- 248-8699. Just yesterday, we signed a contract with James and Leslie, who don't mind us remodeling their kitchen over the holidays. So we'll get started first of December and not, or knock it out about the end of January. Thank you, James and Leslie, for the vote of confidence. You'll be tickled to death when we're done. So if you have a remodeling project, you want to get started in the first of the year. 
Call us now for an appointment so we can start talking about it, designing it, and getting it permitted. Rosie Wright Remodeling, 480-248-8699. We were in the middle of a conversation with Linda in Tucson trying to help figure out what to do with her mom's home. They had some cracking show up, and they had a little bit of shoring of the trusses. They did a little house leveling, and it seemed to fix the one side. But then it started happening on the other side. So we'll see if we can help continue the conversation and diagnose the home over the air and see what uh, what the next steps will be. Linda, I'm drawing a couple conclusions here. It's in a manufactured home park. And I'm assuming other homes in the park are not experiencing this. Am I correct? There have been two or three but very sporadically, who've had the same issue. Okay. And these cracks, are they the width of a pencil lead or a pencil? Pencil lead. Okay. I don't think we have a significant problem. And because you've been dealing with it for about four years, I'm going to ask you to live with it for about one more month. Jennifer and I are coming to Tucson for the Southern Arizona Home Builders Association home show and while i'm there for four or five days i'm going to call you and see if i can't just do a drop by your mom's house take a look at it and affirm there isn't anything significant to worry about or maybe if there is and if there isn't anything significant to worry about we're going to be able to just to recommend a couple little uh trades people to get in there cosmetically make the repair and you'll be all set we're going to record your information Jennifer and I are coming for the Saba Home Show. While we're there, I'll stop by your mom's house and uh, see what we can't do to help her out. Thank you for the call, Linda, and thanks for taking care of your mama. Next is Sharon. She wants to talk about uh, uh, what type of locks to put on her home. Good morning and welcome to the program. I can hear the radio in the background. Do we, Sharon? Hello, Sharon. Yes. All right. How can we yes. help you? Okay, go, I tell you, we need to take Sharon off the air. We've got a phone issue. Go, go ahead and turn your radio down, Sharon. She apparently has a question about what type of lock to use. I'm assuming it's an exterior lock at her house, exterior door. Lots of questions here. You can find a lot of information on this at our website, rosealnows.com, under the topic of security. All exterior doors, uh, it doesn't matter how good a lock you put on those doors and if it's not a solid core door. So that's the first thing you got to do. Is the door solid core? If so, then all door hardware comes graded in grades A, B, and C, okay? A C deadbolt, you can almost take apart with your bare hands. It's going to cost you $10 or less. And it's worth nothing. A grade B deadbolt, I can take apart with a drywall knife or a drywall hammer. Again, you're going to spend about twice as much, about $20 for that. I wouldn't put a grade B deadbolt lock on my house. So you're going to go to an A class, okay? And it has impact resistance. It has a one-inch deadbolt throw. Uh, 
And it's going to cost you about $35 to $40 if it's keyed. Now, in that deadbolt, you can get a single cylinder or a double cylinder. A single cylinder, you have to have a key to get in the house. And inside the house, you have a thumb latch that you use to throw the deadbolt open or close. A double cylinder, A-class, you have to have a key to get in and out of the house. The problem with those, the fire department really doesn't like them in case you need to exit the house in a hurry. The other problem with them is people that have them generally hang the key to that doorknob right beside the door. (laughs) So it makes it very easy for somebody that wants to get in to break the window that might be right there, grab the key and open the door. So solid core door, one inch throw, class A hardware is all you should consider. And in the Scottsdale area, I would just call Dave at North Valley Locksmith. He's a Rosie certified uh, locksmith specialist. He can answer any question you might have and then spend a few minutes and uh, look at the security uh, issue at rosyonnows.com. It it talks about that. It talks about securing French doors. It talks about securing sliding doors, sliding windows. And uh, you take a 10-minute study of what we got on the website there and go around your house and spend a weekend and your house will be incredibly more secure than it currently is right now. I do a lot of presentations on security and I tell people all the time that if I pull up at your house and uh, you want me to break in, I'm going to ask you to go to the closest donut shop and get me a donut and a cup of coffee. And before you get back, I'll be in your house drinking your coffee. So it isn't hard to get into a home if you want to. You have to make your home the least desirable target on the block. And once you do that, then you go around and work with your neighbors and make every home on the block a least desirable target. Then you turn your neighborhood into a least likely neighborhood to get hit. There are people driving your neighborhoods constantly casing the neighborhood and sizing up the neighborhood and the individual homes of which would be the easiest to steal packages from and the easiest ones to break into. So I hope that answers your question. A lot of information on security at rosyonthehouse.com. And Dave at North Valley Locksmith, 480-688-9335. He's been a partner now for a few years, has a couple uh, different shops, one up in Cave Creek, and he's got one down in uh, Central Scottsdale now as well. So you can cover that whole area. And the third segment here is when we cover our weekly to-do. Oh, giveaway, giveaway. have Diamondback tickets, compliment of our uh, flagship station, KTAR, and their sister station, Sports 98.7. The question, and this was in our newsletter, so subscribers had a, a little chance Tip to off. do some... They were tipped off. ...to do some research, uh, and you'll text this, your answer, to 411-923, which Diamondback pitcher tied a Major League Baseball record with six consecutive scoreless starts 
So if you're a baseball fan, apparently this happened pretty recently. So it's been in a lot of headlines. How would they give us the answer? Text it to 411923, and then we'll just pick a random right winner uh, during the commercial break, and off you'll go to the Diamondbacks Great game. tickets, by the way, and it's for this Tuesday night. All so right. If you can go Tuesday night and you know that, which pitcher tied a Major League Baseball record with six consecutive scoreless starts? Text it to 411-923 and we'll pick a random winner and send you. And, and they're digital, so we'll get in contact and they got to transfer them by email. And then you got to have your phone when you walk in and they scan it and it's, it's all paperless now. Um, I was in the office the other day, Romy, and uh, I didn't tell you this, but I took this report off your desk. I caught my eye, and uh, I liked what it said. It's actually uh, it's sourced by Arizona Big Media, and it talks about how many Californians have moved to Arizona. And there, I'm aware of that number. Uh, I'm aware of that trend, but I was not Forever aware. Forever. I was not my aware whole life, it seems like. how 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 big a topic it really is. Do you know how many Californians are moving here every year? I don't want to know. I'd probably cry. No, no, no. They're, they're welcome. Um, there's a reason they're leaving California. I mean, they, 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 these people got good sense. Uh, 64,000 people a year are moving to Arizona. Okay, now that number's surprising to me. Uh, a couple things that surprised me about it. That's uh, 175 people a day. That's 7.3 Californians an hour are moving to Arizona. But the most surprising, and welcome, we welcome you all. But the most surprising thing about that, do you know what the second state is that's contributing to our in-migration? I know in our database of second homeowners, Wisconsin's like the number one. You would, wouldn't you think it'd be a snowbird state of uh, Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, North, no. da- North Dakota? You know, uh, there's not enough people in North Dakota. Yeah, but that's true. That's true. There's not enough people to leave there to get here. The second state is the state of Washington. Well, now here's the surprising thing: California is sending almost four times as many people. As Seattle? As Washington. Washington. Washington California State is or sending, Washington? The state of Washington. Um, California is sending nine times the number of people as are coming from Minnesota. Wow. So I was, I was a little bit blown away by, by the fact and we welcome you all. We really do. I, I have to admit, when I got here in 1966 and we had all grand total of about 1.8 million people, you got to the outskirts of Phoenix and said, welcome to Phoenix, population 420,000 people. <laughs> Boy, it was a nice little town back then. <laughs> and, and how many a year? 60,000? 64,000 So that's a year. just Arizona. Think about how many people are leaving there. Because, I mean, I know Texas has a big influx, Nevada uh new mexico there so there what is that half half a million people a year i i was really surprised and i like your idea that if they're leaving we should win their water allocation allocation out of the colorado river that should migrate with them 
Um, I was surprised that the greatest number of the 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 greatest number were from California in net migration into Arizona, California, Washington, Texas, and Colorado. That surprised me. Interesting. I mean, you get to Illinois is number five. Minnesota is like number nine, number eight. I don't know. Very interesting. Welcome to Arizona. If you want to do your uh, uh, neighbor, newcoming friend a favor, make sure they know about Rosie on the House because we build, remodel, and maintain our homes much different here than wherever they came from, and we can help them from making a mistake. Have you forgotten how it felt that day? Let's not. Let's not. And you know what I want y'all to remember more than anything about that event? Is the unity we had in this country. That's all I'm going to say. One of the things we're talking about at Rosie on the House is selecting the right window treatments for your home. It's our handyman tip of the week. Our weekly to-do, you can follow along in our home maintenance calendar, a free service that we provide to the Arizona homeowner. We're actually getting ready to go to print, so we'll be mailing those out here uh, mid-October. If you'd like a calendar to keep up with your home maintenance and kind of outlines the program for the year and what we'll be covering on Rosie on the House, along with great offers from our partners, like, for example, this month, ClearCo is offering uh, five free panels of window cleaning with any whole house cleaning uh, window cleaning that you do. It would be a great time after the rain se- rain and dust season to get in Maricopa County. Get those cleaned up. <laughs> uh, and so today we have window treatments for September 10th. And we're actually in the process of doing some window treatments for the office for a west-facing wall. And there was some new stuff that I hadn't seen yet. They had uh, 1% uh, blackout. Uh, then they had full blackout, and then a half a percent, and the colors and schemes. And I really liked what uh, I'm, I'm anxious to get those. We, what's there right now are just these, you know, traditional blinds that you would uh, metal kind, aluminum, yeah. And uh, new at Rod at New West Shutters and uh, Blinds came in. They had their little books, and you got to look at all the different fabrics and hold them up. And good, big enough swatches, you could see what it was going to look like. Some of those you can't even see an outline of anything. So, and we've got such great views. We had kind of had to decision to make but we're really hoping it adds you know to the comfort in the room cut out that heat so window treatments can do a lot to help you with the arizona sun as well and then there's different areas hoas some of them don't allow any kind of film on it that's reflective or some don't allow uh sunscreens which is probably the most common that you see um and there's a lot of different things you know it's like you have your window it's the one of the biggest violations of your energy efficiency because you can only get so much uh, R value out of glass. So then you dual paint and then you get the airspace. Well, then you can put window treatments on the exterior to keep the sun off. Uh, you know, that's more of your outsolation. Then you can do uh, treatments on the inside for light control and further insulation. You know, uh, you know the tr- for the, I don't look at it, anything on the inside though as a lot of. Um, insulation value necessarily because the the heat's heat's already already in in. but it can keep it retained against the glass 
uh, instead, you get one more filter from coming into the home. A little isolated. I wonder if for our caller earlier, there there could be like a fly killing window treatment. Like a window treatment that kills flies as they come in? <laughs> you know, we got two more comments on flies since I, we I, talked. It doesn't surprise <laughs> me. And what were they? Well, our friend Matt called to say that, you know how the, I was telling you the story about the lady with the cotton in her weep holes? Yes. She said, he said one of the, our pest control guys had told him, put steel wool in those wheat poles because then, you know, you don't have to worry about it. Still, stop le- it. still leaks out. Yeah. The water will leak but out. But it keeps the bugs out. So that was genius. And then a gentleman called and said he really likes premise spray, which I don't know if I'd use inside, but if you like the patio a lot. But that's supposed to be uh, safe around your animals and stuff. So, yeah, everybody, everybody's bugged by flies, apparently. You know, we had a wet monsoon season. Mm-hmm. I bet you that contributed mm-hmm. 100% to all these bugs flying around. No doubt. I haven't sat on my back patio in in two weeks because the mosquitoes out there in the morning are so bad. I, I and I and I love sitting on my back patio, so I, I default to the breakfast couch the last couple of weeks. Uh, the grass looks great. The yard looks beautiful. I wouldn't not want the monsoon moisture. Uh, and again, just one more time, I, I'd like to just tip my hat to Hurricane K. For the extra moisture this weekend. Yes. And the correct answer to our Diamondbacks mm, trivia question you. was Zach Gallon was uh, the pitcher that set the record for six consecutive uh, oh, starts. No so, hits. Yeah. He went 41 and a third innings without any team scoring on him. That's, that's pretty, pretty impressive. That's, that's an arm. You know, that's not just an arm. That's a head. Yeah. yeah. I mean, woo, man, that's impressive. And watch your phone if the last four numbers of your phone ends in 9829. You are the winner. And we'll be texting you and getting your email address to transfer those tickets. If you have questions between now and next week, R-O-S-I-E, Rosie, on thehouse.com.